Hey, my name's Cheska, host of On the Impossible Pod. I love punk rock, and I want to talk about the Menzingers. I'm breaking down the 13 tracks on the instant classic Menzingers album On the Impossible Past with friends, fans, and strangers. Whether you're a Menzinger super fan or just want to feel like you have friends who like punk rock as much as you do, join us for in-depth song analysis and discourse on the state of punk to come. Find On the Impossible Pod everywhere you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to James Crowley's... uh, I should turn that light off. Welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed. My guest this week is a comic from New Jersey uh, who I didn't see at the Menzinger show on Friday night, Uh, Nate Bennett. Nate, how's it going? It's going well. Uh, Just hanging out, chilling in the car. Exactly. After the Lucy's mic. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Yeah. Well, you you had an audience for your set. Yeah, I, yeah. I was I went up when it was like eight people. You drew the short straw. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. Those are fun too. Well, you know, you you always think like, oh, go up early, it'll be helpful, and then it's not. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Nate. Before we uh, get into music, where can people find you? Um, I don't have a lot of stuff, but I do have an Instagram. It's bnets 7 uh, I'm a little bit of an influencer. Uh, so like I have about 289 followers, which is, um, you know, Jesus only had 12, so it's fun. (laughs) That's fair. Um, is 007 a James Bond reference? It fucking is. Uh, (laughs) it's really lame. That's it. That's been my, like, I've used that for like user. I (laughs) like your aim screen names. It's like middle school and shit. (laughs) I like was never a James Bond guy. So I was never tempted to do that. I dig the, I like, I like the movies. I like the movies. I I just never watched any. So like, you know, now I just feel too old to like start watching it. If you're going to watch the newest, uh, the newest trilogy. Like okay. uh, with uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Yeah, that's who you want. Those are worth it. Those aren't like as as nostalgia driven. Okay, cool. I'll uh, maybe I'll check it out. But uh, before we get into the playlist, uh, Nate, what type of music do you listen to? I, I kind of know. I fucking dabble in a lot. Like I like pop punk. Uh, yeah. But like we've you know, run I into can't, each other on a whole, pop show. Yeah, Pup is a great band. Pup's so good. Um, album do, of the year. Album. Yeah, I would I would say that that's like one of my favorite albums this year. Um. But I dabble in pop punk. I like uh, folky music. I like metal music. I think most of what I put on here was like closer to like some new metal and metal and stuff a lot like of that. New metal. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> but that also like branched me out into listening to rap and stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, Lincoln Park is, you know, that's white kid angst takes her into the Absolutely. rap thing. You know? I also feel like new metal is having like a revival right now, where like a lot of bands are citing like Corn and like Slipknot and stuff as like big influences. So, yeah. Like, it's cool. I like I like corn and Slipknot actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not really into corn, but like love Slipknot. Yeah, so, so there I, I I guess there's no such thing as guilty pleasures, but they are a guilty pleasure. Mine oh. too. Did you listen to the new Slipknot album though? I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's I don't care anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, all right. Well, so let's get into it. Your playlist. You asked to combine nostalgic and coping. It ended up being more along the lines of nostalgia than coping. All right, but, cool. Yeah. So like that's I could definitely kind of see that where like a lot of this is stuff that made me feel nostalgic as well. But uh, let's hop right into it. Your first song is "Enter Sandman" by Metallica. <laughs> Thank you. 
Let's uh, tell me a little bit about that. That's one of those songs. Like Metallica was one, like kind of my introduction into like rock music. It was like I was listening to it, and I like on AOLmusic.com and all of this shit. And it was like it was fun. It's just uh, I tried to pick songs where it's like either it takes me back to a time in my life or a very specific moment. And okay. Enter Sandman. I'm in the back seat of the car with my older, cooler than me cousins driving me around, <laughs> introducing me to this song. And it was uh, it was fun. He, like I just that that's always gonna take me. Back. Oh yeah, it's so good. I like. <clears throat> I always think of like going to like Yankee games when I was a little kid, and like you know being like more into rock music than I was into baseball, and just like hoping Mariano Rivera would get called in so that I could hear Enter Sandman. Yeah, and be like, all right, cool. This is like this is the best part of the Yankee game. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. That would be the best part of a Yankee game. <laughs> um, I actually, I saw Metallica at Yankee Stadium, Ooh. and when they played Enter Sandman, people went apeshit. I'm sure. Properly. And was it all the dads going nuts? Uh, it, it was, you know, I don't even remember, because I was like 16 and like was losing my shit on my own. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> but you know, it's it's good stuff. But uh, it's fitting to go into my first pick, which was Minute of Decay by Marilyn Manson. Yes. ever a Manson fan or and I can't call myself a fan like I've enjoyed I, I saw him live oh. at PNC he was actually opening for Slipknot and he was following oh, up shit. Mice and Men and that was a fun concert that's cool it was like in the back of the, the, the place and it was like all it had rained the day before and it was muddy and people were like moshing to Manson and oh, like sliding and shit it was it was pretty nuts I, I would, uh, I, the one time I saw Manson was, uh, I've told this story a bunch of times, but he like knocked himself out in the middle of the show oh, and the like, show ended early that and sucks. like ruined it for me. Cause I was like, God, I, I loved you when I was 13 and <laughs> now you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can't picture people moshing to Manson. But it was actually more, most of the moshing happened during Slipknot, but it was fun fair. to see. Uh, how about during Of Mice and Men? Weirdly, no, not, no. Because no. you have to pace yourself at a show. If you're yeah, going yeah. to see Manson, you're not... Like, Of Mice and Men can, like, headline their own stuff. You know what I but mean? But not PNC. But not PNC. Yeah. But, uh, I feel that. Yeah, no one, was, no one was energetic for them. Yeah, I feel that. That makes sense. Like, especially, like, that crowd. Like, I've been to, like, metal shows, and, like, it, the first band <laughs> always gets shit from, like, the older metal heads, where yeah. they're just like, oh, this isn't, this isn't Slipknot. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. But uh, this Manson song, I, I tried to, like, go for, like, the sad songs I would listen to when I was, like, 13. Yeah. So, like, this one, I just have very vivid memories of being, like, 13 years old and just, like, crying my eyes out, like, after, like, an eighth grade dance and being like, 
like, why doesn't anyone like me? <laughs> <laughs> I think Manson, that's when Manson wrote the song. Exactly. <laughs> that's like that. kind of his mood. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, let's move into your next pick, which is Chop Suey by System of a Down. Yeah. Of on this list, that's the band that I still fuck with the most. A lot of people like I never fucked with System of a Down. Like, uh, like not even this song. Like I know it, but it's not for me. But people love System of a Down still. I love his voice. I love that they sound like they're having fun when they're singing together. Uh, it's like operatic, and like it's like I don't know. It's a more unique sound. Like metal can end up sounding all the same, and I think yeah. they have a pretty unique sound. Yeah, it's definitely like a little bit more like experimental and like mm-hmm. fun with it. They, yeah, for sure. I like I like those guys together doing like weird shit. Absolutely. Like, f- fucking <laughs> psycho, groovy. <laughs> like that, you know, <laughs> they just have so many weird songs. Like they, and like, there's no one that sounds like like that. Like uh, I'm trying to think of some more of them. <laughs> just like really, they have a song where they just do like link. He come to town, he come to save the Prince of Zelda. And it's like, who the fuck is, puts that on an album? Is it a real? <laughs> wait, it's a, that's a it's real, a real song. song. They just, it's a song about Zelda. That's, that's it. I mean, I guess, I guess at the end of the day, what this kind of sounds like to me now that you've put it like that is just people doing exactly what they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Where like, you know, I always think of like, oh, uh, when I would try to like be in bands when I was like 15 years old, I would be like, oh, it has to be a song song. And like with them, they're just kind of like, no, we're going to do a part like this, a part like this and a part like this. But they all know what they're doing. They're all really yeah. good at what they do. And then on top of that, they and are then just they fucking just... around. Absolutely. Uh, but let's go into my next pick, which is Penny Royalty by Nirvana. My time with everyone I have very bad posture Yeah. 
I feel like everyone has a Nirvana phase at some point in their life. Yeah. Um, My hair is bleached, James. That's true. (laughs) So are you currently going through your Nirvana phase? I like Nirvana. I still like Nirvana, even though all their songs are like the same chords. (laughs) Yeah. As I've gotten older, I've kind of grown a little bit out of Nirvana. I, I still love them. I like went to... Kurt Cobain's house when I was in oh, Seattle cool. last year. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't able to go inside because people live there still. <laughs> but I sat on the bench that like people. Oh, leave I would shit. hate to live in that fucking house. Um. Well, they got rid of the the greenhouse that he shot himself in. So okay. Or I didn't even know it was in the greenhouse. But Pen Royalty is like that's I have one of the albums in my car. Oh, un- unplugged album. And oh, so that's I still, a classic. Yeah, that's so good. I still like that. Yeah, it, it it's so good and like. The Unplugged album just kind of shows what a great band they were, like, stripped down. Yeah. Um, but Penny Royalty, I I always kind of feel like it wasn't emo, but it was kind of what emo would become. And, like, it kind of, like, paved the way for, like, oh, people singing about, like, I'm, I'm on warm milk and laxatives. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is exactly, like... I do think, yeah, I get that. I think that a lot of people that went and really enjoyed uh, that album stopped at hot topic later yeah yeah or like or like you got that album from hot topic yeah. like 10 years after Kurt Cobain oh, died. wait a minute did i get it at hot topic i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird my, 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 my brother is talking about music and stuff like and all these people that are in his high school and he's like, they're all weirded out like they're like oh, i can't believe i'm never gonna get to hear nirvana live <laughs> like <laughs> That's your thing? <laughs> well, I, I think I was like that when I was younger, just because I was like, oh, I'm never going to get to see Led Zeppelin or Nirvana or, you know. You know, I was the total definition of the kid that was like, I was born in the wrong era. <laughs> you know, which, like, now I don't think like that, but I think those kids will always exist. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There's always going to be, like, a nostalgia for a time that you weren't born into. Exactly. <laughs> or, like, that you were younger for. Like, yeah. That's go- better. That's different. Because at least you were you lived through it. There are yeah. people that are nostalgic for the 60s. That's true. But I, I also think, like... Well, so, let's go into your next pick, which is Faint by Linkin Park. I could definitely see people that are nostalgic. Like when this album came out, we were like probably what, 11, 12 years old. We're like not old enough to like do things on our own. Yeah. So like, like, I wasn't really fucking with Linkin Park at the time. Now I do. But yeah. like, I could see myself being like, I wish I was like five years older so that I could go to a Linkin Park concert. Yeah, I never was old enough to go to the concerts. I know a lot of people that wanted to go, like had bought tickets for him, like yeah. right before the thing then happened. Uh, was it a pew or was it a boop? Uh, <laughs> well, it took me a minute to be like, what's he talking <laughs> um, I I actually have no idea. But he, uh, I loved, loved 
uh, Meteora, and I listened to that on AOLmusic.com. <laughs> Bef- like before I discovered YouTube and then someone yeah. was like, oh, this is YouTube. And I was like, holy oh, shit. Oh, this is perfect. And that was also just angsty shit that I had no reason to be that angsty. Right. <laughs> like oh, fucking I- breaking the habit when you're 12. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> or like numb or like, I, like, uh, so when, when Linkin Park was first huge, like I, I wasn't into it cause I was like, I only like Led Zeppelin and ACDC. Yeah. But like, then I got older and I, I revisited Meteora and Hybrid Theory and I'm like, these are great. He has a, an amazing voice. Oh yeah, he does. And like, Mike Shinoda rapping to it too is like cool and interesting and like it was a good mix but yeah. Mike they were good it's like System of a Down they were good together but I don't think that I, I don't like Mike Shinoda separate I didn't like Chester Bennington separate shit um, either I don't know Chester Bennington solo stuff I listened to some of Mike Shinoda's though and it's it's eh. Fort Minor was yeah meh. he like still makes his own stuff sometimes under his own name but like eh. he got beat you know he developed a reputation for performing yeah. with them but I like Faint. Like, that's a yeah. song where, like, I like Screams. He's got a unique scream. He's got a good voice, a fine voice outside of the scream. Yeah. And then you hear him when he's talking, like, when in Faint, he has a scream that's, like, 15 seconds long. And it's, like, the music video. He's in the center of the audience, and, like, they're all surrounding him. Right. And, like, this giant U-shape, and he's, like, screaming his fucking lungs out in the middle of the stage. It was cool. And it's hardcore. That's that's awesome. Like, to a 12-year-old, that's fucking Oh, yeah. Holy it's amazing. Shit. You know, I, because, like, the guys I liked when I when I was, like, 12 and 13, were, were like Marilyn Manson and like Axl Rose and like they would do shit like that too where they're just like standing screaming in an audience and like great music videos really kind of like are the key to like a 13 year old talk. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah because like I don't I don't really watch music videos now but like there are some that I go out of my way to watch but they have yeah. to be like pretty pretty good it's it's either got to be like an artist that i adore or like something that everyone's talking about like small art like there are some like i like small things like the like if like some indie person makes a music video that's cool and like i like that but not like the big music videos where it's like i don't know i don't go out of my way for it yeah i mean admittedly i think the last music video i watched was the uh this is america video by uh, Childish Gambino. I did watch that. That was like it was fine. Yeah, it, it was, seemed like tryhardy. It was. I thought it was. I thought the video itself was cool, but the song can't exist without the video. In my the opinion, the video was better than the song was. Yes. Yeah. But uh, let's move on into my next pick, which was "High and Dry" by Radiohead. <laughs> Admittedly, now not necessarily my favorite era of Radiohead um, because, like, it's too radio rocky. Yeah, but like this was this was another one. It where, turned like, into radio rock when it got on the radio. 
Yeah, but like, but like now, Radiohead's just so interesting and experimental. Yeah. Um, where like with this song, I just kind of like that. Like Tom York just kind of like let himself write a pop song, mm-hmm. and like it's so like don't leave me. And, like, you're like, that's great. It's wonderful. Go you, Tommy. <laughs> um, where, like, now he's just, like, brooding. I don't think he's necessarily brooding anymore, but, like, you get to the, like, OK Computers and the Kid A's and stuff. And I didn't uh, get super into Radiohead. Oh, really? No. Not, not they're, like, Creep and High and Dry is a good song. Like, I, that album was good. I saw a live performance of them. Yeah. And it's, like, I liked watching that live performance, but I haven't, like, gone out of my way to go and listen to it again. Oh. But they were totally, like, that live performance was good. It felt like Nirvana's unplugged, yeah, but yeah, newer yeah. because it was just like I think that everyone wants to have one of those like let's strip it down, yeah, live I, performances. I haven't watched a Radiohead stripped down performance. I might. Have it was to on YouTube. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I just never went back to watch it again. <laughs> I'll I'll have to look into that. I like uh, Radiohead's a bucket list band for me, so I'm hoping to see them live at some point. Do they tour and stuff? Usually, but like they're much more sporadic <laughs> than like. Then you know, I don't know, like you're uh like even like a big band like I don't know, the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the closest thing to a big band I can think of since everyone saw the Jonas Brothers. That was a natural transition. Ago. You were like, All right, Radiohead, Radiohead. Radi- Radiohead's no Jonas Brothers, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> um but the Jonas Brothers are no Beatles, and your next pick was Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. the Beatles late. I was like 15. I was in Nyack High School and like started smoking weed and was like, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense. <laughs> you you d- didn't have like a Beatles fate. Like, oh, I even, did. I still yeah. love the Beatles. Yeah. Like the Beatles are kind of like, uh, you know, if I'm in a bad mood, that's a good like pick me up song. Oh, okay. That's, that's And it also takes me back to like specific places and people yeah. and like circles. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have a uh an across the universe phase oh, you know the movie yeah well i i liked the movie and then i showed my sisters the movie and then they never left that phase oh really? and i resent them for it oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> there's some songs on that though that are like better than the actual ones and the visuals yeah. are cool but it's like it starts to get acid trippy yeah around like two-thirds through the movie and, and the plot like, kind of sucks yeah but, but that actually does like those music videos are pretty cool. Oh yeah, like, the, great the visuals hospital. and stuff. Yeah, uh, the hospital. I liked. Uh, 
I liked all of, like the revolution stuff. Uh, the strawberry field sequence is great. Yeah. Like where he's just hammering strawberries in the wall. That was cool. But yeah. Uh, but here comes the sun. Tell me about this. Um, I just love that. Like that song. It's just a happy song. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's just everything's good. Here <laughs> comes the sun. Things are good. <laughs> <laughs> so and I'm a brooding Beatles guy where I like like John Lennon doing revolution and like. Yeah, uh, but that even revolution is a happy song because it's like we are going to make a change. He's not like that. It's a way to look at it. You no, know, like he's yeah. not like he's not like it's not like a I don't know, it's not sad. It's like I I don't know. It's more angry. I'd say it's angry. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm gonna call that brooding. I guess not. I don't know. I I always think of like John Lennon whenever I think of like Lennon's like so, uh, solo stuff, I think of like you know, like working class hero or um, God, and like I, I can kind of hear that when I listen to the Beatles, even if I listen to something like Twist and Shout, which is the happiest song ever written. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, mm, there's some darkness in you. I'm it's like, oh, uh, he's screaming. His you vocal might be cords. saying, "Here comes the sun," but I think you beat your wife. <laughs> well, Lennon also has that yeah. <laughs> too. Uh, but yeah, I've. Uh, I I had a weird like thinking about the Beatles earlier today. They so do, they I mean I can't really think of many other bands that have like I can name more albums by the Beatles than any other band, and like I I just really enjoy. I mean it's everyone enjoys the Beatles. Yeah, to, to, you there's know, few think, people that don't. Yeah, and they're usually like I don't know. Yeah. Pretty uh, vocal about it. <laughs> <laughs> Always the people that are like Beatles are overrated. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's move on into my next pick, which is The Simple Act of Giving Up by Ice Nine Kills. Here I go again, put me on the first train heading eastbound. And if I truly I'm still alive, I promise not to tell my dad I'm miserable. But thanks for all the sacrifice, cause I'm ashamed of the things that I did. I said whatever it took just to get her in bed and... had a couple songs that I liked, but yeah. I went and listened to that song. Um, what era of Ice Nine Kills were you familiar with? Dude, I like had the a, screamy stuff. The or? screamy, screamy stuff. Yeah. Screamy. Yeah, I, I, I liked them before they were screamy, screamy. Yeah, well, fuck you, James. Okay, um, the Beatles are underrated. Uh, Ice Nine Kills are like the Beatles of <laughs> screamo, <laughs> screamo uh, horror movie. Here shit. I can't even do it. Um, they actually do a cover of Crying by Aerosmith. Oh, do That's, they? Uh, interesting. Yeah, um, I can see it. He's got a really high pitched voice. Yeah, when he when he sings clean, it's it's nice. And this acoustic song, clean, very pretty i always think of like when i was in um when i was in ninth grade i uh i was dating a girl that i'm trying to think of a way to be nice about this yeah don't uh i was 
I wasn't Did very smirched the name of the fine ninth grade lady. <laughs> well, well, so That's I was not... I was a freshman and she was a senior. And... Oh, I actually had the same thing. That's oh, funny. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did she ask you out? Kind of. Yeah. Did you agree because you felt bad saying no? Not really. Okay. I just I because that I, was the boat I was. In. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, James. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't have Can to. Can we listen to "Here Comes the Sun"? Um, but uh, this song has a line in it where he says. Uh, we're the king and queen of social suicide. And I told her that I liked it and she listened to the song and she was like, I think you and I are the king and queen of social suicide. And I'm like, this is social suicide for me. (laughs) You don't have a lot of friends and I'm in a new school. (laughs) I don't know. Like people think it's cool when you date an older girl, when you're that young, like, Oh wow. She's a senior. You're a freshman. This is incredible. Well, I, I won't be mean. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, she was someone that, uh, didn't have a whole lot of friends. Yeah. That's, uh, and, I, uh, you know. Clingy, she, clingy? Yeah. Well, she kind of circled me out because she was like. I can get him. I can get him. And you like the Beatles. And I'm like, yeah, I like the Beatles. But we have lot. so much in common. <laughs> a lot of boys in ninth grade like the Beatles. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what this song always makes yeah. me think of. Um, but let's uh, move along into your next pick, which is Snow Heyo by the Red Hot Chili Pepper. Come to decide that the things that I tried were in my life just to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself this time. Step from the road to the sea to the sky, and I do believe that we rely on. When I lay it on, come get to play it on, all my life to sacrifice. Hey, yo, listen what I say, yo. I got your hey, yo, now listen what I Yeah, that reminds me of the dude that showed me the song and just, uh, we used to live together, I lived with his mom, it reminds me of that, that, uh, that period in my life. Uh, what, do you, uh, was this like when that album came out, or? No, it wasn't, when did that album come out? Uh, like 2006, 7. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, it might have been, probably was actually. Because I... Uh, uh, I've I've been well documented that I don't like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah, yeah. but like this is this was a time that like Red Hot Chili Peppers were making music when like I was the perfect age for it. So and like you I do it. really like this song. Yeah, this is a good song. It's yeah. chill. It's relaxed. It's, I like this song. Yeah, it's got a good melody. Hey yo, listen what I say oh. oh. Although today I put it on and like I only had one headphone in and like it's kind of muddy in one ear. I haven't listened to it in a long time. It's it's a nice one. Yeah. Recommend it. Uh, But yeah, let's go into my next pick, which is Summer, the acoustic version by Real Friend. Beyond my heart, I never thought I'd live to see today. You're still in my mind. But not in my 
This one, this is probably the newest one on my list. Maybe uh, on both of our lists. Yeah. Uh, but how how do you feel about Real Friends? I can't. I can't. Like, uh, they had, like, two songs that I thought were good, but yeah. it's, like, they're too whiny. His voice is too high. He's nothing. And all their like lyrics it. are bony knees and sh- yeah, sleepy. Every other, it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, we get it. We get it, yeah. dude. That's a, that's kind of like how I feel, and like friends of mine have been like, "Oh yeah, you hate real friends," and I'm like, "I I liked like the first album when yeah. it came out, and but now I've I've just outgrown it." Yeah, and uh, they're like a band. It seems like they've tried to change as time has gone on, but haven't. Yeah, but I don't they know. sound the same. Yeah, um, but yeah, now they do like colors in their music videos, huh. so that's fun. Cool. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I will not watch them. <laughs> uh, let's go into your next pick, which is Kids by MGMT. <laughs> Well, I liked this band, and I remember being like, oh, this is the Beatles of our generation. This is the good. MGMT so good. There was a time that it kind of felt like that. It seemed like it, because it's like the same. Like, you think it's like, oh, these hippy-dippy people are this. Like, you know, but yeah. it's it's not. But they, uh, uh, that song I listened to the first time I dropped LSD, and I huh. could see the song. And so that's. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> I'm very go cool, wrong with that. James. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done LSD, so, yeah. so I'm cooler I can't than relate. you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I kind of remember when it came out, and like I was too emo to check it out when it first came out. MGMT is pretty dope, and I still enjoy some MGMT songs. Um, I heard that. Do you still keep up with them, or Not really? Oh, I, I just d- go and listen to those songs. That's the, nostalgia. The That's the, when I, occasionally every like few months I'm like, hey, let's listen to kids. <laughs> Fair. I I think that they did a Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that's of dope. This one too, which that's dope. I do remember being funny, so it's worth checking out. I have to check that out. That sounds good. Um, but yeah, let's go to my next pick, which is "I Don't Love You" by My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I 
um, which fitting. I didn't know you felt like that, James. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to check. I'm like, was the real friend song I Don't Love You also? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I love it. Famous that last words, that music video is why I bleached my hair. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> no, I've been thinking about bleaching my hair for a while, but I did. I, my chemical romance was great. They're to me. so great. And they're reuniting. Um, he wrote one of a movie, uh, a show on Netflix, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Academy. Yeah. yeah. I haven't watched it. I haven't either. I've heard good things. It looks like something he would think up. Yeah. It's, it's very like, from what I have seen of it, it's very like scene kid. Like it's very hot topic. Okay. Um, Although I remember, like Umbrella Academy sounds like it sounds like a band I would have listened to in two thousand and nine. That does sound like a band, but I don't know. But like I don't know. I I've been revisiting the Black Parade a lot since MCR announced that they're reuniting, and I'm just like, oh, this is like a perfect album. I can't. I don't know. Like they had some songs that I really do like, Helena, and like they they just they have some stuff I really like. But I haven't gone back to them in a long time. Oh, the, but it, I do. I like it, I, it. It holds up. It holds up. Yeah. I'll, I'll He's got just a weird voice that is, doesn't yeah. really irritate me. It's. Uh, it's just. I think the lyrics are too too sad. Like like they're over dramatic. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a word. Yeah, I I kind of think that that makes it a little bit better though, because mm. it kind of like I don't know like. A lot of, like, the sad stuff I listen to now is just, like, straight sad. And, like, it feels really sad. Yeah. And, like, this... It feels a little bit more epic. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is a sadness that I can't totally relate to. And, like, it kind of puts my stuff in perspective. Yeah. Where, like, when I was 14 listening to this, I'm like, this is exactly how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard Way is the only person that understands me. You're not old enough to feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he's singing about having cancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay. It's like, oh, a little on the nose there. <laughs> uh, but let's go into your next. Sometimes when you say you're fine, it doesn't mean you're fine. <laughs> I'm not a fucking K. <laughs> but uh, let's go into your next pick, which is Everything is All Right by Motion City Soundtrack. <laughs> I'm not okay, but everything, everything is, is all fine. right. <laughs> they are great. They're, uh, I like his neurotic lyrics. I like his voice. I think it's unique. Uh, I still like them. Some of their songs do irritate me, like Let's Get Fucked Up and Die. Oh, I love on the Let's nose Get there. Fucked Up and Die. <laughs> it's too much. It's like it, I, don't, I don't enjoy that one as much. Oh, but I, I still enjoy it. like some of the, like I like the Dinosaur album. That's I like my the, favorite. The, the, the Blue Motion album. City soundtrack. Yeah. There's a stain, there's a stain, there's a stain <laughs> on the floor. Um, Pulp Fiction is probably my favorite That's Motion City song. soundtrack song. That's a good song. Um, is that the one where it starts out like, when in 1999 I beat the Ocarina of Time? That's I don't it, think right? so, no. no <laughs> it might one. be. Maybe I'm just forgetting the lyrics. I just know, like, it's like, uh, smoking mirrors in Miami Vice. She took a few of my favorite things. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, that's, the, I don't know, Justin, uh, fuck, what's his last name? Justin something. I don't know his last name. Um, he He's just such a 
good lyricist, I think. I agree. And like, I don't know. I've like I thought about getting tickets to the Motion City soundtrack reunion tour, but like I don't think they're going to do my dinosaur life straight through. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I'm probably like, not. I'm like, that, that would be a selling point for yeah, me. They have some bad songs, but, yeah. you know, that's a nostalgic band for me. But that's yeah. right when I was getting really into music was uh, they were in that. Uh, I'm not really into music, but right when they were, I was getting into music and developing music, my taste, they were in that cycle. And everything is all right. Is just like it's a positive jam. Yeah, it's true. It's a lot of fun. He when he introduces that, I saw them open for the Wonder Years a few years ago, and Ooh. he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, this is kind of a song that like helps me sit, stay sober. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a way to do it. Everything is all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but let's go on to my next pick, which is "What's Her Name" by Green Day. Yeah. This is another album from that kind of era of like the Black Parade and like and do, commit Dookie, this to right? memory. Uh, no, this was American Idiot. American Idiot. Okay, American Idiot. That which is was like people our age's real introduction to Green Day. It's I true. feel. Yeah. And like I don't know. I think that like this is just a closing track to like an album where it's just kind of like an epilogue. And, you know, you're just kind of, like, remembering shit. Yeah. And, like, feeling deep about it. And, like, in sixth grade when I would jam out to this, I, like, felt really interesting. I just liked American Idiot, the song. Like, it just felt, um, I don't know, made me feel cool. It, it gave me... <laughs> well, it gave me political view. <laughs> I'm like, I hate George Bush. I didn't really... Uh, I got that from, like fucking the Colbert Report and shit like that. Uh, <laughs> see, I just, I wasn't informed enough to do that. I would just listen to American Indian and be like, yeah, George Bush sucks. I was actually most on the ball on politics when I was in eighth grade. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I I'm, knew my shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm there now, not by choice, but because I have to be. Yeah. I hate it. I, 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 I live, click NPR and BBC, but um, uh, arguably, I'd much rather have been on the ball for it for George Bush rather than Trump. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. They're both fun in their own sort of disastrous ways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bush at least gave he gave a good speech after 9-11. That was yeah. good. <laughs> I, I think that Trump is just particularly draining. Yeah, it's almost gotten to the point where it's just too much all the time. Absolutely. So your next was The Quiet Things That No One Ever Knows by Brand New. Yeah.
this is when I'm miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I or will, when you're canceled. I will really <laughs> sit on that song. <laughs> um, I love that yeah. album. Deja Nintendo still love that album. I, I did until Jesse Lacey got canceled. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's messed up. It's wrong. This is where you're getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be on SNL. Um, no, I have a, I'm a big separate the art from the artist person. Uh, that's fair. I, I, you know, they were so huge that like they influenced everybody yeah. too, which like it's impossible. And like one of my favorite memories is seeing Brand New do this at Madison Square Garden, yeah. and like it was just a crazy show. Yeah, and like th- this is a good song, you know. The the uh, there's more stuff that like I sit on on this album when I'm brooding. Yeah, but yeah. I can't listen to that album. <laughs> it's just too fucking miserable. <laughs> you know, I I'll like it all. The boy who blocked his own shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit. Tommy Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Gun gets me angry. <laughs> I can't fucking. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's bring this on home with my last pick, which is uh, "When We Die" by Bowling for Soup. Yeah. can put back all the pieces they just might not fit the same. Yeah. That's uh, actually a song that I hadn't heard. Oh, never? No. Uh, Bowling for Soup is like, they're silly, like, almost everywhere except that song. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, they're, I, I've said a bunch of times, but, like, I, I love Bowling for Soup so much. And, like, you know, I when I was, like, a metal kid, I would, like, sn- uh, sneak off and listen to Bowling for Soup, like, away from my metal friends. Yeah. And, like, this song in particular, I would put on and be like, oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> Just be like, we, we won't get all this time back when we die. <laughs> <laughs> what was their biggest song? 1985. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was never, I don't know them well enough, man. They're, they're good. Uh, I recommend they them. They hold up? Uh, no. <laughs> Okay. There, there are a lot of fart and wiener jokes. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, if you're looking for something silly, they're worth checking out. Kind of sound, reminds me yeah. of Sum 41, but like a little. Yeah. Sum 41's a little bit more serious. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But, you know, recommend them. Don't see them live. I saw them live and it was terrible. Okay. I so, wasn't planning on yeah. it, but now I but, know. Yeah, exactly. Well informed. But, uh, <laughs> Nate, thank you for doing that. Do you have anything you want to promote? No. <laughs> no shows coming up. No. Uh, oh, I'm doing a, a bar show tomorrow, so oh, uh, you better hurry be, up. Hurry up, please. <laughs> this won't be up. I, by know, then. I, know, I don't have anything coming up, but uh, All right. it's been fun. Thank you All for right. having me. Nate, thank you for doing this, uh, and I'll jam out with you next time. Let's do it. Bye. Can you hear the handshake? <laughs>